For the things we do each day, we humans have always looked for smarter solutions to improve the quality of our lives. When it comes to eating better, Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make it easier than ever before to enjoy a healthy, simple, yet great experience every day. All meals are fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved and ready to go in just two minutes. Less expensive than takeout, Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing between 6 or 18 meals per week. You can pause or reschedule anytime. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off. That's code gratitude50 at factor.com gratitude50 to get 50% off. Hi Gratitude Seeker, have you heard of Mood Plus? It's a supplement based on a clinically studied strain of bacteria that promotes mental well-being and stress resilience. Here's what Kelly had to say about it. I'm able to be more patient with my kids and have more clarity to make the many decisions I have to make every day. Find out more about the science behind Mood Plus by going to Mood dash plus.com that's m-u-d dash plus.com and use promo code trymud for a 15% discount or visit the link in the description thank you thank you from my heart from the bottom of my heart thank you thank you from my heart from the brains try to keep us alive in a complex uncertain world and uh, they you know will often create erroneous connections between things and decide things are important which aren't necessarily important but that is what brains do and can do so it's not necessarily a problem that um yeah i'm having thoughts like that so instead i use my practices uh, and so that's I've, I've, you definitely talk about how gratitude is a practice it's not something that is just on or off Instead, it's, uh, it's something that we um, yeah, can inhabit through our, our habits. And so for me, that is going out into nature and just coming into the body, coming into the present moment. Because in the present moment, none of those goals really matter because I'm just here you know, with, with my body and being grateful for, for this moment that I'm inhabiting. Uh, and then that just creates that contrast that we were talking about earlier, that perspective on those earlier thoughts. It's like, well, okay, does that really matter? No, it doesn't matter. Uh, and you know, there's so much that I can be grateful for. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. I'm really excited about this interview because 
it's with a really special person that inspires me and um, he has done something amazing in this period when when we were all in lockdown and in dealing with the pandemic he was brave enough to to go to china <laughs> which i think it's oh my god and um he also managed to create a film it's called journey to the east and um it's i've watched it it's really really interesting really deep and um really beautiful but i will let our guest tell you more about uh, his story and also of course about this film welcome george thompson to the gratitude podcast thank you so much georgian it's a pleasure to be here i have been listening uh, over the last year and yeah i just think it's a beautiful space that you've created and really excited to get deeper into gratitude and I, I've been studying for the last four years the philosophy of Taoism. People may know the yin-yang, which is kind of the most famous symbol from Taoist philosophy, which comes from ancient China. And it comes up with loads of ideas from this very long time ago that can help us with our gratitude practice and our mental, physical and spiritual health more generally. So yeah, excited to explore more with you. I've yeah, I've just released my film, uh, which is my first uh, 55 minute film. I run a YouTube channel exploring Taoism and, and Tai Chi. And it's kind of from my perspective as a young person trying to work out this complex world that we all share and inhabit and the sort of things that have helped me on my journey. And Journey to the East is, yeah, the kind of my first big film uh, that I've been working with, you know, an editor and musicians and making it a proper documentary quality film for free on YouTube and that was released two days ago and yeah I've got something like 15,000 views already and people are loving it and um, so yeah after this podcast is done if people are interested uh, yeah type in on YouTube Journey to the East uh, and you can check that out and yeah so I guess I've been exploring this philosophy uh, called Taoism and my journey started with a, a mental health crisis after finishing the kind of the formal constraints of education and university, I entered into the big bad world and deeply fell into uh, anxiety and confusion, not really knowing what I was doing with my life and having a, a very bad ability to take anything, um, um, be grateful for anything. Um, my perspective was just stuck on just this here moment now of me feeling really bad and I thought that's how I would be forever. Um, and yeah, I can talk more about it, but it's been a journey of exploration and self-inquiry that has helped me find a way that I can be kinder to myself. Uh, and certainly gratitude is something that's really important. So I absolutely love your project, Georgian, and, and the things that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, the feeling is, is mutual and um, I like to think about your your film and um the, the things that you shared there uh, like um, a journey of uh, initiation somehow and um mm. i think it's uh it's something wonderful that um that you are brave enough to go on 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 this journey and um 
we didn't uh, speak about this part, but I think it would be very interesting for you to share um, that you actually went into the mountains. You were you didn't go like in civilization, and you went there and you you studied with um, with a spiritual master, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah. So there's a a beautiful place in the middle of China called the Wudang Mountains. And it's one of the few surviving Taoist communities that live in industrialized communist China. And yeah, it's a very, very special place. It's supposedly the origin of Tai Chi, which is this moving meditation, a beautiful practice to help you come into the present moment, learn about your body intelligence. And you, know, you, you naturally have a sense of gratitude once you kind of get out of your thinking mind and into your body. Um, so that's a very special practice. Um, and Wudang... It is, yeah, it's a, a crazy collection of temples right on top of the, the highest point of the Wudang mountain range. And for thousands of years, Taoist cultivators have been there working with energy practices like Tai Chi and Qigong and developing philosophies. There's monasteries, there's hermits living in caves, there's an abundance of wild animals. So every walk I'd go on, I'd meet a new species, another non-human consciousness which, you know, my life growing up at the city are so deprived of any sort of uh, in-person experience of the other manifestations of the laws of nature and the intelligence on our planet. Um, so, yeah, the Taoists, they, they have this beautiful philosophy which put, places humanity uh, as one part of the world rather than being parachuted in from somewhere else by some external power. Instead, they believe that we come out of the world like an apple comes out of an apple tree. This is a, a world that peoples. And when you go to these sort of mountains, and e even in modern China, which is you know, a complex country as compared to how it's portrayed um, you know, on the news, and you know, we've all got these uh, international conflicts and tensions between uh, different states, um, but there's you know, an awful lot of old culture that is just about surviving, despite... Um, the government in the 60s and 70s almost destroying its own immensely rich heritage uh, with the Cultural Revolution. Um, but yeah, you get a very interesting perspective on the world because, yeah, you're surrounded by amazing non-human consciousnesses. You're on the mountains, uh, which supposedly in Chinese culture have a, a healing energy, uh, which is often why lots of spiritual leaders Uh, retreated to mountains for their cultivation and then came back to the city. Um, supposedly, you know, you're physically closer to the heavens. And so that uh, kind of mystical connection with the heavens is stronger, uh, according to the Taoists. Um, and, and yeah, it's been going, getting there through coronavirus was a, a very interesting time because uh, I set off um, when it was still the China virus. Uh, and it was just Wuhan had this thing and needed to sort out. And I had absolutely no idea that my hometown would be locked down and it would turn into a global pandemic. My kind of, in my ignorance, it was, well, I'll go out. I've already booked everything. Uh, my master's on this uh, Tai Chi mountain where there's nobody there. There's no coronavirus. It would be safe if I get there. Um, and then, you know, that set off a, a series of uh, a long adventure, which is captured in the film of, taking the train across uh, the Eurasian continent through Russia and Siberia and then getting locked down for two and a half months in Shanghai and then other run-ins with SWAT police and uh, eventually arriving on the mountain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
One of my favorite artists beautifully sings that if we open up our plans, then we are free. But unfortunately, it's usually not that easy, most of the time. We have responsibilities, errands and things we said yes to that we didn't actually want to take on. I believe we'd have more time for that thing we always wanted to do, even if that's just taking a nap, if we were more proficient in setting boundaries. But I also know that doing that on your own is hard. Thankfully, therapy can help us do just that. An objective perspective from the outside is very helpful in becoming aware of when and where the boundaries are not clearly set or not clearly communicated. So give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited for your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com gratitude today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash gratitude. Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria originally isolated from mud or soil called M. vecchi. This comes from new research and it isn't a probiotic. But what does it do? This bacteria has been shown to promote mental well-being, stress resilience, anxiety resilience, and also boosting mood through its interaction with our immune system and its helpful effects on inflammation. It works because in the past humans had far greater exposure to these kinds of bacteria before our modern sanitary living. Researchers call these good bacteria our old friends and are finding that they may have played a key role in regulating our immune system, gut health and even mental health. Mood Plus safely reintroduces your body to these beneficial bacteria. Get your Mood Plus now. Go to mood-plus.com that's M-U-D-P-L-U-S dot com and use code TRYMUD for a 15% discount. Or visit the link in the description and use the discount code TRYMUD. Having our digestive system work properly makes it so much easier to feel grateful and enjoy a great quality of life. I'm very excited to see firsthand the relief that Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic provides in terms of digestive discomfort. Our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, immune system, and much more. Seeds capsule is tested to get to where your body really needs it. With new clinical trials and breakthrough research published in top scientific journals, SEED's probiotic programs make it a trustworthy source of pre- and probiotics. We need these two constantly to enjoy great health, but they are hard to get from the food we eat. Thankfully, SEED provides a simple solution to help us keep this healthy habit. Trust your gut with SEED's DSO-1 daily symbiotic. Go to seed.com gratitude and use code 25GRATITUDE to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com gratitude, code 25GRATITUDE. 
That, that's that's amazing and <laughs> one of the so there are several things here that i appreciate very much and i think that make you a, a grateful person so first um <laughs> i i i am a bit more selfish in my travels like i i love to be to be there just for me i i mm. don't to do the work of uh, filming and uh, taking pictures for other people, I, mm. I just like to enjoy uh, the the, mm. the travel itself. And I know that when you are creating a documentary, when you are uh, doing something uh, of this nature, like a YouTube channel, you also work there, basically, even on the road. And uh, yes. I. I admire that very much and I know that there are many situations in which it's really hard to film, it's really hard to uh, to speak with the people uh, that you're going to speak through uh, the film, um, through the lens and um, yeah, I think it's it's something amazing that you took of your time, of your uh, pleasure of traveling to, to share that with with us and i i really appreciate that firstly mm. and secondly i think um the fact that you took the train um and i love yes. how you how you mentioned that in in the film that uh to better appreciate um uh, the, the vastity of this world and uh, all of its beauty and so this this works actually perfectly for for what gratitude is it's mm. just about the destination where we want to get in life all of the goals that we want to achieve but actually appreciating the road there so i think yes. it's it's a really beautiful metaphor for for gratitude as well and i think um yeah it, it's amazing that that you did that i'm sure it would have been much easier to just go by plane yes and <laughs> Yeah, I think this this is this is really great for for our conversation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you raise interesting points, uh, and yeah. So I mean, my life as a YouTuber, it's there is the risk that you don't know what's you, and you don't know what's um, you know the life for filming because you know I am filming my own life, um, and I, I definitely take some balance as as opposed to you know like vloggers. So I still try and see, you know, my, my films as philosophy, but seen through my perspective and, and the things that happened to me in my life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that there's, there's an interesting uh, kind of conflict in Taoism as a philosophy about travel. Um, because so the, the, the Tao Te Ching, which some of the listeners may know about, is the kind of the foundational text of Taoism. It's also spelled the Tao Te Ching, lots of different spellings. Uh, and that is... Yeah, the kind of the distillation of the oral wisdom of Taoism, because this is, you know, a wisdom that dated back, you know, prehistoric wisdom of, of people living in the forests. And then the Tao Te Ching was the kind of the accumulation of all this wisdom written down into a very short book, only 81 very short chapters, each chapter like a poem, often only a few lines long. And um, um, one of the chapters, Lao Tzu, who's the supposed author of, of the Tao Te Ching, says that the further one goes, the less they know. Uh, you, know you don't have to travel very far to understand uh, the universe, because if you did, you're, 
you know, externalizing the understanding as something that's out there rather than in here. Um, but there's also a, a great canon of Taoist explorers. Uh, and I would certainly say that, and I'm sure you, you've experienced this as well, it's like when you get out of your own culture, you, you get offered different ways of looking at the world. And, and then when you come back, you realize that what you assumed was truth and assumed was this is really how you know, the world actually works is just the kind of the cultural um, understanding of, of your society. And not to say that, you know, that that's necessarily a bad thing. We, we all have to have collective stories. But when you step out of that comfort zone, I do think that it's a very nourishing experience because you connect with people who are not like yourself and you, you see people living other ways of life. Uh, and so, yeah, certainly I think that, you know, if we can make it in a responsible way, that traveling is something that can help us have perspective. Uh, and I'm sure that your listeners, you know, they may go on silent meditation retreats uh, or they may go on, you know, yoga classes or Tai Chi classes, like those sort of things where you step out your everyday can, can be very instructive. And I'm, I'm sure you found that. And I think it's beautiful that when you take that time for yourself, Georgian, that you don't live vicariously through the, the, the screens that fill so much of our waking hours in, in normal life. And instead, you're just present uh, where, wherever you are and enjoying it. And, and certainly, I'm going to Scotland next week for some, some recharging and to go into the wilderness. And I'm not going to bring my laptop, which is a big deal for me. And I'm, I'm sure you'll have similar experiences yeah. when, when you work for yourself. And um, uh, yeah, to, to not bring your laptop is, is something I need to do. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the journey. So I took the train and, you know, there's kind of the environmental impact of the, the, the train is 25 times slower. Taking the train oh. from <laughs> L- L- London to Beijing takes 14 days if you were to do it in one go. So it's an awful long way. It's like 12,000 kilometers. Now, that is still 10 times less carbon emissions than just flying for 10 hours. Uh, so, you know, the amount of carbon that is burnt um, in flying is an awful lot. So that was one motivation. But then secondly, it's like, yeah, in the film I talk about, you know, you sit on it. What do you get when you take a, a flight? You have a bad ready meal, you have a snooze, you watch a low-res film and you arrive. Whereas on the train, you, you know, you really are sitting as the world changes around you and you get off and uh, the, the Russian trains are very fun because every kind of six hours or so, they'll stop for an hour at a city and everyone gets off and, you know, walks around and there's people selling stuff and, you have this kind of festival atmosphere and then everyone gets back on the train to continue. And, and so you get more of a sense of how the cultures changes and, and the ethnicities, you know, Russia is an incredibly diverse place that you know, I, I was completely ignorant to. Um, and yeah, then Siberia, which is this, you kind of, again, in my ignorance, imagines the gulags and places that the, the communists sent people to, uh, to, to be punished. And then, um, I found Siberia to be you know, incredibly beautiful, full of warm, uh, you know, generous people, despite the cold. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's all just learning, basically. And, and the Taoist philosophy is quite a universal one. So, you know, there's, there's no idea that they are the chosen people in this country and then they're going to hell. Um, you know, those people <laughs> in those islands that haven't read the good news, uh, they're also going to hell. There's none of that. Uh, the Taoists have this kind of idea of the mystery. Now, you know, the world is too complicated to be able to 
intellectualize with, with our brains and limited thinking power. Uh, and the idea that there's some people who are the children of God and then others aren't just doesn't make much sense. It's too, it's too much of a big statement. And so that was really confirmed to me as I, you know, just was again and again struck by the generosity of people from, from all around the world. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And um, the reason why I um, felt very drawn to you and to your, your story is the fact that um, even though I haven't gone to a um, secluded place to, uh, to learn from a spiritual master, I'm, I'm doing my own exploration here on the podcast, speaking with people mm. from all walks of life and from uh, different um, religions and cultures. Yes. And um, I, I'm always looking for those things that, that we have in common as humans. And of course, this, uh, what, what you just mentioned is the, um, the baseline, let's say, that we are all um, loved, we are all important it's not that some of us from a certain religion are better than others or anything um and yeah based on this i was and i still am always looking for those things that that we have in common in the spiritual uh practices that we have and also um in us as humans and for me um gratitude and love was something that i found in in every uh, spiritual culture um, that I've studied one way or another or the people that I've um, talked to that were um, from a certain spiritual um, practice and um, I wanted to get back to Siberia a little bit Yes, and, uh, that's where I got one of the ideas that I would like us to explore more um, about contrast <laughs> i saw you swimming in the frozen water uh, in <laughs> siberia and i thought oh my god that's that's amazing uh to be able to um to overcome the, the fear of cold and um to 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 run firstly to run um in the freezing temperatures um without many clothes on, on you and also uh, to, to swim in that, in that freezing water, I think yes. is something quite amazing. And I wanted to, to ask you about the experience because uh, in my experience with gratitude, for instance, if, if I sit too much in, in my house, which is beautiful, I love and appreciate, um, at one point, I just don't realize how amazing it is. And for instance, when I go out, if it's really cold and I get back in, it's like, oh my God, it's so good to be yes. home. Yes. And I, I was curious about your, your experience with this, with contrast. And that was a really powerful contrast. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I mean, that is, I think, such an interesting area of exploration for, for gratitude in general, because, you know, we, uh, like I, I talk about, yeah, let's let's talk about the yin yang because uh, again, mm-hmm. this is yeah one of the, the, the key concepts in Taoism. So, pe- people will know what the yin yang looks like, and you know you've got the the black bit and the white bit, and that's a pair of opposites. Uh, the the black is yin, the white is yang. 
if you think about a white tooth, a fang, you now know that uh, the yang is the fang, and so the, the, the yang is the white part. So that's how you remember the colors. And yeah, the, the diagram is trying to show the relationship between opposites uh, and um, the idea that you can't really have one without the other. They need each other. So you, you, know, you can't have an idea of what on is without off unless you hold your breath forever. An inhale comes with an exhale. Uh, you can't have uh, one without the other. Uh, and so uh, I kind of even imagined, like, say, humanity sorts out its biggest problems and we, we do create this utopia that, um, you know, I think is eminently possible for us. Um, but I imagine even in that future world, uh, humanity will have something to complain about. Like the abundant bread machine is, is overcooking the, the bread. You know, that would be the complaints, <laughs> the complaints uh, in this world where we've literally made a machine that makes unlimited bread and we can still complain about it. So, yeah, I think contrast is such uh, an important thing because it, 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 it gives you the relative baseline, you know, like a warm shower for so many people in the world is an absolute privilege, like something that they've never had. Um, you know, if we actually go and experience um, the lives that still many people are living, like suddenly coming back and having a warm shower is a privilege. And uh, coming back to Britain, um, after being in Siberia, totally changed my view on the weather. And, and Britain, some of your listeners may know, is famous for complaining about the weather. It's one of our things that we talk about because uh, it changes so much, it rains a lot, and it's often grey. But, you know, it took me 10 days by train to get to Siberia and where I was in Siberia the average winter temperature is minus 25 degrees uh, oh and, and I, I was on a frozen lake and the, the the lake is is so frozen that it's you know meter and a half thick ice it's so thick that they have uh, like a motorway on the ice over this lake uh, so you know it's this crazy land of ice uh, and you know make lemons out of lemonade uh, there's groups that um, go swimming in the frozen lake so they have a chainsaw they chainsaw the ice through the ice create a little swimming pool and then you know people go for a dip and the much needed antidote is a sauna so uh, you do warm up in the sauna before going into the to the water but yeah so so going in and you know like having your breath completely taken away and you start panicking and uh, but eventually uh, you, you know you, you do acclimatize and there's people who can do it for five, 10 minutes. I did it for maybe one or two. Um, but yeah, I was really taught about the resilience of our bodies. Like we have immense capacities uh, that, that we don't really ever engage or appreciate about ourselves. And, and I imagine, you know, supposedly Homo sapiens, we first evolved in the African savanna in this warm, amazing climate with all these you know, large game animals. And then over time, we dispersed throughout the whole planet to places like Siberia and the Inuits and Alaska and, um, you know, immense cold. And I asked the locals there, uh, and actually a shaman uh, who's been on the islands on this frozen lake for, you know, as part of a, a shamanic lineage dating back hundreds of years. And so that shaman has a a direct connection with the ancestors and, and he can like go and sort out if there's a kind of a bad spiritual energy in someone's house, you know, they call a shaman and that sort of activity has been done for a very long time. Now I asked him if you could go back to the African savannah to the warmth, would you go? 
And he said, no, you know, the, 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 I don't think I would have lived as long if I wasn't in this cold. The cold is I'm very comfortable here and it's part of my way of life. And so come back to Britain when it's now, you know, it was eight degrees and rainy and everyone else is complaining. I'm, I'm suddenly counting my blessings because <laughs> it's, you know, <laughs> it's not literally minus 25 degrees. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I think you're, you're very much onto something like the contrast. Um, and I think that's, again, one of these, these, these benefits of stepping outside of your, your normal comfort zone. But I also think that, you know, the journey that we're all on means that, you know, the people listening here, like you you are all explorers and curious about yourselves and, and how you work and how the world works. And Georgian, you know, same for you and same for me. And, and these sort of insights and, and the idea of contrast doesn't have to be reserved for far away and jumping into Siberian ice. Like we can, uh, you know, actually, if we pay conscious attention to these kind of interplays, the, the yin-yang rhythms um, between you know, good and bad and uh, hard and, e and easy, we will notice that there is a rhythm and there is a contrast uh, and, you know, nothing lasts forever, no storm lasts forever. Um, but if we are aware of those contrasts, then that means that we know that, you know, the good times will come again and, and we can be more conscious of and more inquisitive about what's going on in this given moment. Uh, and the, there's always, if, if our focus is on just good and bad in, uh, in our normal understanding, with some conscious attention, we can widen that to um, different kind of extremes of, of, of how things could be. Uh, and so again, these sort of practices can, can help ground us in just acceptance is ultimately what the Taoists talk about is that, you know, um, well, there's a fantastic story uh, kind of summarizing maybe a bit unfairly to the other religions, summarizing the three main religions in China which is uh, Taoism, Confucianism, and Buddhism. And it's called the Three Vinegar Tasters. And there's three men all around the big vat of vinegar. And the three men represent the three religions. So you've got Confucius, you've got the Buddha, and you've got Lao Tzu, who wrote the Tao Te Ching. And so they all go to taste this vinegar. And Confucius, he takes a ladle, sips it, and he's got a grimace on his face because the vinegar is very bad tasting. It's horrible to drink. And this is a metaphor for life in general, which is full of degenerate people. And we all have to you know, have follow strict rules and rituals in order to become good human beings and for society to be orderly. Then Buddha takes a sip and he's trying to meditate out of the bad taste. So he just has this kind of grimace on his face because life is suffering and he wants to uh, you know, not, not be taken in by the cycles of pain and just try and meditate his way to nirvana. An unfair summary, but you know this is a Taoist story. Um, and then we've got Lao Tzu, who takes a sip of the vinegar, and he's got a smile on his face. And you wonder, how could a man have a, a smile on his face when drinking such a horrible and intense-tasting vinegar? And that's because Lao Tzu believes that, well, this is, the this is the nature of the vinegar. This is what it is. So there's nothing to be um, you know, frowning about, you know, except the vinegar as it is and actually you can be grateful for it and, and appreciate it uh, and, and then move from there and, and this sort of approach to life makes it's, it's not like a, a a pliant it's not a, a a weak way of being where you just accept everything instead the acceptance is the 
it's the starting point. You know, this is what the world is offering me right now. This is how the world is. Um, and, you know, that isn't something I need to fight because then that just creates unnecessary waste energy of trying to fight the world as it is. But instead, we really see clearly how the world works. And then this allows us to flow more easily back into balance, back into the more positive times of our life. And an example of this is, is you know, with my anxiety is that I, you know, when I had my kind of mental health breakdown, I, I was thinking, well, you know, this is it now. This is me forever. Like, I feel hopeless and I will always feel this way. Uh, and I kind of tried to fight it. And I created this big story about, you know, my feeling right now is now part of my identity and part of who I am and, and part of who I always will be versus accepting, okay, I am anxious right now and that's okay. And, and, you know, I can just sit with it. I can go for a walk. I can do some Tai Chi, you know, whatever people's practices are. And then inevitably, you know, I find the next day that, you know, even if I'm a little bit anxious, if I've slept well, I'll be feeling better. Uh, and I didn't need that big story around it and said, you know, just this is where I am right now. It's a really liberating way of dealing with our emotions. Now extended through January 14th, join it. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria originally isolated from mud or soil called M. vacci. This comes from new research and it isn't a probiotic. But what does it do? This bacteria has been shown to promote mental well-being, stress resilience, anxiety resilience and also boosting mood through its interaction with our immune system and its helpful effects on inflammation. It works because in the past humans had far greater exposure to these kinds of bacteria before our modern sanitary living. Researchers call these good bacteria our old friends and are finding that they may have played a key role in regulating our immune system, gut health and even mental health. Mood Plus safely reintroduces your body to these beneficial bacteria. Get your Mood Plus now. Go to mood-plus.com that's M-U-D-P-L-U-S dot com and use code TRYMUD for a 15% discount. Or visit the link in the description and use the discount code TRYMUD. Having our digestive system work properly makes it so much easier to feel grateful and enjoy a great quality of life. I'm very excited to see firsthand the relief that Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic provides in terms of digestive discomfort. Our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and the healthy gut microbiome 
means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, immune system, and much more. Seeds capsule is tested to get to where your body really needs it. With new clinical trials and breakthrough research published in top scientific journals, Seeds probiotic programs make it a trustworthy source of pre and probiotics. We need these two constantly to enjoy great health, but they're hard to get from the food we eat. Thankfully, Seed provides a simple solution to help us keep this healthy habit. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 daily symbiotic. Go to seed.com gratitude and use code 25gratitude to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 daily symbiotic at seed.com gratitude, code 25gratitude. Clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th, C-Club for details. Spectrum Mobile is reinventing wireless again. Get unlimited on two-plus lines for $29.99 a month per line. No contracts, no added taxes or fees. Includes nationwide 5G. Save up to 60% with Spectrum Mobile. Get unlimited on two-plus lines for $29.99 a month. Call 855-438-2999 or visit a store near you. Offer valid for new customers on two-plus unlimited lines. Spectrum Internet required. Savings based on two-line comparison of unlimited plans among major national carriers as of 9-2021. Prepaid excluded. Restrictions apply. Totally, and it's it's actually empowering. Um, I, I found this very interesting in my experience as well. Instead of fighting with uh, with these things that aren't even within our control, actually, mm, yes. acceptance gives us the power to to react and to to choose a perspective that's much better for us. Um, and it's it's really empowering. At least in my experience, it's, it's really yes. empowering when when you when you get to to that feeling of acceptance. Um, you can, like you said, you can flow with how things are going. And um, this is one of the the things that I I think are pretty challenging nowadays with. Um, with this whole idea of uh, setting goals and achieving them, sometimes it's not their time to to be achieved. You know, even if we mm-hmm. have a deadline, if we set a goal for I don't know uh, this time uh, next month or something like this, and we really really want to achieve it, and we exaggerate in many ways to make sure that we we achieve it. I think sometimes it's it's best that we accept the rhythm of things. Mm. And when we do, even though we might not achieve the things that we want at a certain date, but we might achieve something better, even more important. And that's peace of mind and peace of heart. And yes, enjoying the journey and not just be clenched and, uh, I don't know, to work harder than you than we're supposed to when we can listen to 
to that flow to that inner will inbuilt wisdom that i want us to talk a little bit about as well um and just go with the flow and um appreciate the journey because Mm. the journey is actually (laughs) the life that we're living it's not just about uh achieving that particular goal and uh i also want want us to to talk about uh, the the release of um of the film i love what you said uh, before us uh, going live about how it is when when you release uh, something that you worked on uh, for so many months yes yes it, yeah the, i'll i'll give a metaphor from tai chi before getting into that and and how i've been navigating my own expectations and, and goals um, so one kind of principle of Tai Chi is that you're, you're upright and relaxed. Uh, and the idea is that, you know, so if you imagine that you are, are kind of pushing forwards, uh, Tai Chi is a martial arts slowed down. It has martial uh, uh, yeah, origins, but it is a moving meditation. But it's kind of a series of moves that you flow through and you kind of imagine that there, there could be attackers coming from different directions. And, and so, yeah, one of the key principles is being upright because if you were leaning forward because you imagined that your opponent was right in front of you and then suddenly there's an opponent from behind, you're going to tumble over because you had a pre-determined idea of where that attack was going to come from. And, and so then you lean forward and then someone hits you from behind and you're unbalanced and you fall forward. So instead, Tai Chi instructs you to live from your center. And so you are upright. And so that means that even if you have some idea of, of where you're going, that if you get hit from different directions, then you can be flexible and you can adapt and, and return back to the present. And so, I, yeah, I think there's kind of, for, for my work, there's two, two types of goals generally. There's kind of like the outcome goals where like I want to lose this much weight by this date or you know, I want to um, be good enough at this thing by this date. Uh, as you said, you know, it's very hard to control the outcomes for those sort of goals. You know, we can't control what thoughts come into our head, let alone what other people do, let alone, you know, what actually life gives us in that time. And so, yeah, the journey is so important. Uh, and one of the most famous lines from Taoism is a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step or a journey of a thousand miles starts beneath your feet. And so there's this idea that every day, that that journey starts again and, and, it, and it starts, it is ultimately completed by taking that step, but it is that accumulation of single steps. Uh, and so the, 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 another metaphor is that Taoism talks about the pathless path. So it's, we're all on the way of life uh, and there isn't a motorway that we all have to join and then copy each other. No, we are all you know, truly unique. You know, nobody will have, the same voice as you, the same fingerprints as you, the same story as you. Uh, you know, we are truly, truly unique um, manifestations of the intelligence of this world. Uh, and so w- when we kind of narrow down our potentialities through just, you know, having an explicit goal in some abstract date in the future, then that prevents us from actually potentially taking opportunities, as you said, um, which can actually be more nourishing for us. Uh, and often it's like having uh, the blinkers on, you know, horses where those uh, police horses where those 
things called blinkers, which prevent them from mm-hmm. seeing behind them so they can just focus on what's ahead of them. Uh, and so that's what happens to us with goals as well. It's that we actually miss out on so much amazing stuff that is around us um, because, you know, we're just, our intention is on one thing. And, and so we don't stop to smell the roses. And, and that I've had to practice my gratitude practice after releasing this film because yeah, it's been six months of work and, and so much love and, and time and, and bringing lots of different creatives together has gone into this process. And then inevitably you release it. And then the, the, the problem with YouTube algorithms is that you have a very explicit um, uh, metric for success when you know that the success of the film doesn't depend on, on the numbers and you know that it is, you know, that unique creative expression is the important thing and people are loving it from all around the world. Um, but in a sort of YouTube sense, the algorithm still hasn't picked it up, which I don't think is a problem at this point anyway. But, you know, there's, there's the little voice in my head that then begins to give me some, some, some worry about that, which, which, I, which I then, I, I call that voice in my head the underminer, the voice, <laughs> the voice in my head that brings me down and gives me pain. And I've, I've tried to learn to cohabit with the undermining. It's not that I shouldn't have thoughts like that because, you know, our, our brains, they try to keep us alive in a complex, uncertain world. And uh, they, you know, will often create erroneous connections between things and decide things are important which aren't necessarily important. But that is what brains do and can do. So it's not necessarily a problem that, um, yeah, I'm having thoughts like that. So instead, I, I use my practices uh, and so that's, I've, I've, you definitely talk about how gratitude is a practice. It's not something that is just on or off. Instead, it's, uh, it's something that we um, yeah, can inhabit through our, our habits. And so for me, that is going out into nature and just coming, coming into the body, coming into the present moment. Because in the present moment, none of those goals really matter because I'm just here you know, with, with my body and being grateful for, for this moment that I'm inhabiting. Uh, and then that just creates that contrast that we were talking about earlier, that perspective on those earlier thoughts. It's like, well, okay, does that really matter? No, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, and, you know, there's so much that I can be grateful for. So, yeah, you know, it continues to be a practice, which I think is, is an important thing to, to remember, is that we, we will always kind of fall out of consciousness, uh, and it, it's, that's okay, and it's definitely part of the process. Yeah, definitely. And the, the beautiful part about this and about um, practices like gratitude is the fact that when we're able to uh, to do them and um, we're able to actually uh, experience them, the goals, the things that we, we wish for actually come to us more easily and uh, more naturally. And yes. it's, it's so interesting that um, it, it's very counterintuitive that we think, okay, we must do things or we must worry because if we worry, um, yes. we, we can somehow make it happen more easily when in fact uh, it's about accepting and uh, detaching and feeling grateful for the whole picture, which I, I think it's... Um, it's very powerful and i left when when you talked about the underminer because i love <laughs> how you animated it 
And yes. uh, I, I think an evil wizard. Yeah, it's it's very funny and we can all relate because we all have that underminer and yes. um it's uh it's really something that the way you you depicted it it's it makes you laugh and yes. uh it makes it easier to be accepted this is yes. actually uh, the the thing that i love most about it when when we're able to <laughs> to laugh about it uh it's it's easier for us to accept it and not to fight it and yes. when we do that it's so much easier isn't it Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Mood Plus, the supplement I told you about at the start of the show, contains a unique strain of inactivated bacteria originally isolated from mud or soil called M. Vacci. This comes from new research and it isn't a probiotic. But what does it do? This bacteria has been shown to promote mental well-being, stress resilience, anxiety resilience, and also boosting mood through its interaction with our immune system and its helpful effects on inflammation. It works because in the past humans had far greater exposure to these kinds of bacteria before our modern sanitary living. Researchers call these good bacteria our old friends and are finding that they may have played a key role in regulating our immune system, gut health and even mental health. Mood Plus safely reintroduces your body to these beneficial bacteria. Get your Mood Plus now. Go to mood-plus.com that's M-U-D-P-L-U-S dot com and use code TRYMUD for a 15% discount. Or visit the link in the description and use the discount code TRYMUD. Having our digestive system work properly makes it so much easier to feel grateful and enjoy a great quality of life. I'm very excited to see firsthand the relief that Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic provides in terms of digestive discomfort. Our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, immune system, and much more. Seeds capsule is tested to get to where your body really needs it. With new clinical trials and breakthrough research published in top scientific journals, SEED's probiotic programs make it a trustworthy source of pre- and probiotics. We need these two constantly to enjoy great health, but they are hard to get from the food we eat. Thankfully, SEED provides a simple solution to help us keep this healthy habit. Trust your gut with SEED's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com gratitude and use code 25GRATITUDE to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com gratitude, code 25GRATITUDE. Yes, for sure. Uh, and to be able to be playful with ourselves and to be kind to ourselves and being able to laugh at ourselves, you know, to have that freedom to not take ourselves too seriously, 
is an important spiritual practice. And certainly in Taoism, many of their stories are sometimes absurd and certainly funny um, because they, they, they know that, you know, laughter breaks us out of the normal rationality that dominates our lives. And to be able to have the com- ultimately compassion to ourselves that, you know, I am this incredibly complex, uh, you know, organism uh, and trying to navigate a complex world and, and to be compassionate that we're not always going to get it right. And also that there's part of us that overthinks and over worries because it's, you know, our brains crave certainty that they are, they, we evolve, they evolve to, to help us navigate the world. Uh, and so that is what they do best. They create thoughts to, to, to help us navigate the world. And so that isn't a problem. That isn't something that we need to fight, but also being compassionate to the fact that our consciousness cannot be always making the right decisions. And, and, but so, you know, doing our practices of gratitude and, and our other practices can help us create different perspectives on those thoughts. Uh, and then we can, you know, find out, okay, what is going to serve me in this moment? What is the more accurate uh, thing that's going on? But being able to laugh and, and have fun with those thoughts suddenly completely changes the scripts because suddenly, you know, your anxiety isn't something that, you know, makes you a messed up person or someone who's weak for being anxious or, you know, whatever the sort of stresses that we are going through. But instead, it's just a, a, a genuinely natural part of the human experience. Like it's not something to fight. It is something that, you know, is, has so many people go through. Uh, and so it isn't something that is particularly unique about any of us. It is part of um, how we evolved is to have these kind of more negative experiences, which also, you know, serve a function because they give us feedback and, and they can help us, uh, you know, sometimes they will be correct. Like there is something that needs, you know, the, the feeling motivates action or insight. And, and so it does have its role to play, but often can um, be erroneous. And, yeah, there was a bit, there was a bit um, I was going to talk about earlier. Um, yeah, I've forgotten what you, you said. Ah, w- yes, Wu Wei, so non-forcing. So, yeah, there's a, there's a b- big concept in Taoism called Wu Wei, which literally translates as non-action, uh, non-forcing. And, and it's beautiful words that you said, Georgian, because, it, you know, it's, it's so much of um, what the Taoists talk about. Um, so, you know, we, the, our normal ways of being, is if uh, we have a challenge in our lives, something stressful is that, okay, we think through, we get stressed, we, we think, okay, I'm going to have to think and think and think and think to be able to work out all potentialities to make sure that I'm fully prepared when something happens. You have a job interview, you, you know, you practice for every single potential uh, job uh, interview question. You think you're prepared and then you go in, they ask inevitably different questions. And because <laughs> it's outside of your, your preparation, you freak out and, and you, you, know, you collapse into anxiety and, and, and you, you fail the interview. So that is one way of approaching difficult challenges in our lives. Another is to trust the, the body intelligence and to, to, to actually act from the present moment and, and to be spontaneous and playful. Uh, and, and so, you know, in that job interview, it, it's about staying present and saying, okay, oh, that, that's a question I haven't thought about before. Can you ask me again, you know, stall and have some time? Uh, but otherwise, just say, you know, this is what's coming up to me. Uh, and, and, you know, just being real in that moment and not um, over worrying that, and, and trusting that immense uh, capacity for intelligence that our bodies have. Uh, and 
the more I, I learn about non-human consciousnesses, you know, so like to the best of our knowledge that, you know, we are the only species that verbalize our thinking in, in, in words and in language. But that's not to say that, you know, monkeys don't have incredibly complex emotional lives and they have hierarchies and they have culture. You know, the, for example, there's, there's groups of chimps in, in one area of the Congo that use tools to, to eat ants and then there's others that don't, even though both have ants in the forest. And that's because, you know, one <coughs> innovative chimp one day, um, you know, used a stick and then everyone else copied him or her. And then that then was passed down the generations. And so that was a cultural innovation within that community. And so the point being is that, that all of that intelligence is, is a nonverbal intelligence. It's, it's the intuitive intelligence of the, the body that can help navigate the world, help us uh, you know, navigate life. And so that intelligence is available to us too. And, and, and so, yeah, it, it's again, one of these practices of, of grounding us in the present moment and the, the power of that, rather than it just being a, you know, I'll meditate and uh, hope for the best. Instead, it's say, okay, let's see what comes up uh, and trust that I can be spontaneous and, and act from the present as a powerful way of being. Uh, and rather than yeah, stress needing to be the first reaction. Exactly. And I think your story is is a great example of this. Um, I'm thinking about how you how you got to Master Gu and uh, <laughs> how how you went about to to ask for him. Actually you you weren't going to ask for him particularly, at least not yes. at first. Uh, but tell us a little bit this part, because I think it's, it's a, perfect, a perfect example of, about this and also um, about Master Gu, who I think is actually embodying uh, those exact things that you, that you mentioned, the fact that he, he seems so playful and so, yes. so natural as a human yes. being. Yes, yeah, playful and natural. Those are great words. The ones exactly that I would use. Yeah, so so uh, yes, it's an, you use the word like you know it was brave to go across um, you know the world, and and often I don't experience it as bravery because it's you know like looking back, I'm like, oh, how the hell did I get here? And like all these things that happen, <laughs> but often it is just you know seeing what comes up and and and, and moving with it, and and yeah, so. My my the way that I got into Tai Chi and Taoism uh, was through a series of very unexpected events and completely unplanned. And so I was stressed uh, after finishing university and anxious, and I realized I needed to learn how to be kind to myself because on the surface, nothing had really changed. You know, like no big life crises. I was just kind of working for myself and procrastinating in my room. And so I thought, you know, if I can't handle this now, there's no way I'm going to be able to handle the big stuff. Uh, and so I thought I need something to kind of teach me about who I am and how I work. I had some vague idea that meditation could help, uh, but I actually in university had watched some Kung Fu videos and I wrote in my diary, you know, learn in a Kung Fu monastery. That would be fun. And so that <laughs> kind of pipe dream turned into a trip, you know, like, okay, let's, let's go and try and learn Kung Fu in a monastery. And I did some research. People may know the, the difference between Wudang and Shaolin. Like Shaolin is the most famous type of Kung Fu from China. You've got all the Shaolin monks doing crazy flips. 
Wudang is the kind of more internal and meditative brother of uh, the Kung Fu world. And so I, I had this idea that meditation would be good for me. So I thought, hey, I'll, I'll try Wudang. Ironically, the, the fact that the philosophy was Taoism, which I knew very little about, was actually, I was like, well, Shaolin is Buddhist. Probably, you know, I know more about Buddhism. Well, I've heard of it. So maybe I should go there instead, which is, you know, ironic given how my life has turned out. Um, but yeah, so I arrive and I arrive at this amazing temple. So it's, you know, imagine a big courtyard, stone floor, and then this, this huge temple right in front of us with the kind of the curled um, edges of the roof. It's all wooden, beautiful, like red colors with, with big characters to, to signify the name of the, the temple. And then there's kind of this courtyard with wooden temples all around. And I go to the corner of the temple, uh, the corner of the courtyard, and there's an old monk there sweeping the floor. And I go over to her and I, and I say, speaking no Chinese, Gong Fu, Tai Chi. Uh, and she just waves her hand and says, Wabudong. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand what you're saying. I try this again a few times and yeah, literally nobody can understand what, what I'm talking about. And, and it turns out that although there are people who practice Tai Chi in the monastery, it's not a Kung Fu monastery by any means. And it's nothing like the films that I had, uh, I had imagined it would be. And so I quickly had to give up on that plan. And so I turned to plan B, which was to learn Kung Fu in a Kung Fu school. And so I, using Google Translate, I went to the locals and, and asked them to take me to a Kung Fu school. They, uh, one of them volunteered as my guide and we got on a bus going back down the mountain, which is always a bit terrifying when you don't speak the language and you've spent weeks trying to get to the mountain and then someone's taking you back down the mountain without any instructions. But thankfully, uh, she stopped the bus a few kilometers down and we got off and there's a small break in the road and we step through that and then we descend down a, a winding staircase below the tree line and then this amazing valley is revealed um, that, you know, dives down and then in the far distance is the top of the Wudang Mountains with the temples on top. And to the left is this small farmhouse. And we walk down and my guide sees this young Chinese lady with a big Chinese hat on, uh, having a snooze in the afternoon, rudely wakes her up, points to me, says something in Chinese, and this young lady introduces her, herself as Jingjing. And Jingjing, she does this beautiful slow movements uh, which I later find is Tai Chi, but I thought this was some weird form of Kung Fu. Uh, and then eventually the, the master comes of the, the school that I'm at. And it turns out that this isn't a Kung Fu school, but instead a Tai Chi school. And this uh, master was Master Gu, who again, and this is you know just a, a ridiculous kind of um, bringing together of, of uh, yeah, uh, destiny, as I'll talk about in a sec. Uh, master Gu is the only English-speaking master in the whole of the Wudang Mountains. He studied English at university and is a Tai Chi master. And then I turn up, you know, completely by mistake, having wanting to learn Kung Fu and failing and then somehow ending up in a Tai Chi school. And then I, you know, we, we meet. And so from then on, if Master Gu would have guests over for dinner, they'd be so, oh, so, you know, you're a Master Gu student. I've heard you two met through Yuan Fen. And Yuan Fen in Chinese means destiny. And so for them, it's, it's as tangible as meeting down the pub. It's like, oh, so you met through destiny. That's just for them as, as you know, real and as, 
uh, as physical as, as any sort of uh, meeting that we would normally imagine. And so, yeah, it, it did feel like destiny because then that turned into, um, yeah, like Master Goo sharing this amazing culture on the YouTube channel with me. And then me being able to actually get, you know, a, a deep insight into this culture that many people wouldn't have got. Master Goo was, you know, in this very small Tai Chi school. He didn't do any promotion. And, you know, eventually because of the YouTube channel, he now has students and has recently refurbished. And, you know, his life is completely different and my life is completely different. And yeah, it, it all came from um, really not having a plan. So, and, you know, if I had pre-booked online some Kung Fu school, which there are some, um, you know, my life would be very different. And so uh, I, that is something that I try and, and I think, which is why I have gone on some adventures um, in my time, is that I do try and leave that space for spontaneity and play uh, and to see what the universe offers me and to take those opportunities, which ultimately, uh, you know, ha has been very enriching, enriching for me. And so, yeah, I would say that if, if this is something that people can bring into their everyday ways of being is just, you know, plans are important and we've got these great big fabulous brains to use them. It's not a problem to use them, but to still uh, recognize the value of listening to the body acting from the present moment and, and giving space for spontaneity and not being too attached to future outcomes, I think can be you know, very nourishing and, and give people a, a lot in their lives. Exactly. And I didn't want to interrupt you, but when you, when you said destiny and mm. uh, the way you, you, you spoke about this, I got goosebumps. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yes. Like, yes. like you said, it, it was something very tangible. Uh, yes. And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And when, when you think about it, like you said, your life has changed, his life has changed, and um, the lives of many people that have gotten to, to meet Master Gu. And um, just, I think it's, it's so amazing that we we have this technology and mm. that we're able to uh to experience what you experienced there um because i was thinking how how things were in the past if you were mm. a traveler um and you would have gone on this journey mm. how much time it would have taken for yes. you to uh, go come back and write everything and for us to to somehow read it to get to experience mm. it somehow and we would just experience master Wu, for instance from the things that you've written but now through the work that you've done there and um through the technology that we have we can we can do this in in an instant and yes. that, yeah, i think it's it's something amazing <laughs> yes I, I i so agree and and you know there's the Taoists, they believe, you know, with the yin-yang that things are cyclical uh, and, uh, you know, there, there isn't really change overall. But it, it does seem that, you know, humanity is increasing power. Like we, we, we have, we are connecting and raising our consciousness as a global species that inhabit a planet globally. So like say in the time of the Taoists two and a half thousand years ago, um, you know, there'd be no absolutely no way that i could get to china um you know i'd have to walk or take a horse and almost certainly be killed by bandits or, or whatever along the way uh, and you know the world was much much smaller than like for example 
you know, it, you've got England and Wales, uh, which are very close together. They're separated by a very small set of hills. And yet the Welsh in English language is vastly different. Uh, they don't have similar roots. Uh, and so the idea that it's just a small piddly set of hills that then can have such different languages and then compare that to you know, Britain versus China, which is on the other side of the planet, 12,000 kilometers away. You know, that is a completely separate world for whom the English and the Chinese have no idea that each other even exists. Not that they're just, you know, different or inferior or superior, that they don't even know that they existed. And the Chinese emperors of old, they believe that they ruled all under heaven. Uh, and that the, even later on, the, when the British came in colonial times and started you know, causing trouble and, and being terrible colonialists, uh, they were still known by the emperors as the West Sea Barbarians. Uh, and they were on the emperor's land. They were just trespassing. And so this idea that the emperor, even then, while you know, this kind of superior technology, Britain, colonialists coming in, was still on the emperor's land. Uh, and so, yeah, it's an interesting raising of consciousness because we can really now see um, from the comfort of our own home and, and the democratization of information. Like with with your, you know, you you saw something you know that you know helped you, and you wanted to share and to serve people through through this podcast. Like the fact that people can do that now and to to genuinely express their unique identity and and people. You know, we all ex really appreciate seeing other people's lives and seeing how people think and, and what other people offer. And to have this technology now to, to really experience different lives, I do think uh, gives me one reason for hope to that humanity can share this planet peacefully. Because, you know, for whatever the, the Chinese government does and whatever, you know, Donald Trump did or, you know, our governments, whatever, um, you know, the, the, the Chinese people are our people and there's lots of great people there. And that's true throughout the world. And, you know, the more information that we have of sharing between different cultures and showing our ultimate humanity, um, yeah, I think ultimately will be an important part of the journey for humanity to live peacefully. Exactly. And I believe your, your film does exactly that and it's helping people um, get together and... Uh, I love I love your ending and uh, the motivation for it. So I really encourage our listeners to to go on YouTube, um, type "Journey to the East," and uh, I will also include the the link in the description of uh, of this episode so that it's easier for you. And uh, like George said um, before going live at at one point. It's, de it's designed to be enjoyed on a TV with some popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a yes. really good uh, movie. And uh, I think it's, uh, it's something really worth your time. I, I appreciate that. And, and yeah, it's, it's a movie experience for free on YouTube. So you know, buckle up, get it on your TV, have some good speakers if you can, and enjoy it with friends if you can. And yeah, I, I hope people enjoy and get something out of it. For sure. I'm sure they will. Thank you very much, George, for, for being here with us and uh, for sharing all of these beautiful nuggets of wisdom and um, your beautiful view of the world. Thank you.
Thank you, Georgian. It's, it's been a pleasure and, and thank you for everything that you do and, and thank you to the listeners and uh, I wish you all the best on your own journeys of discovery. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.